Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 65. I'm Trina. And I'm Jess. That's right. There are only two of us here this week. Lindsay is off gallivanting on a beach somewhere. Oh, that lucky bee. I know, right? I need Uh, a vacation. I need a vacation, like, so bad. For real. Um, But... We're still going to remember Lindsay, right, Trina? That's right. In honor of Lindsay just enjoying life at the beach and probably drinking a lot, our drinking game this week is going to be the word Lindsay. So every time we mention Lindsay's name, we're all going to get really drunk just like she is, except for without the beach. (laughs) Unless you're in Florida, you probably can be on the beach somewhere too. But That's right. Yeah. That's right. We say, Lindsay, you got a drink. But... We want you to drink responsibly. So if you're drinking your coffee, your water, your wine, your beer, your champagne, whatever, you can drink whatever you want. Just drink responsibly. Please don't drink and drive. Please don't drink like 10 alcoholic beverages and then have to go to the hospital. Don't do anything like that. Drink responsibly. Don't be dumb. (laughs) Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. That's the best way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For real. All right. Well, let's start with this. What's in your cup this week, Jess? Uh, okay. Well, I am. I don't know if I've actually ever done this on the show. Maybe we. Maybe I have once. I'm drinking a red wine. Um, it is Antler Hill Ziffendale, and it's. I'm actually drinking this because this is the bottle that we popped open when we ate our pasta dish for dinner, um, and it's from our uh, Vanderbilt box that we get uh we're part of the Biltmore Vanderbilt wine club uh so this is what was in our box uh and it is intense yet graceful with complex dark fruit and spice characteristics woven throughout um and it was good with our pasta dish and it's pretty good now by itself well that sounds delicious i'll say i've I've, I've gone uh into the red wine a few times actually throughout this quarantine so but I'm back on the champagne kick. So. You are. What are you drinking? In a minute, but uh, I'm um, going with uh, cheap and easy. The mini Corbell bottles. <laughs> I bought like a four pack, and I've been just like Ooh. taking them at random when we go on walks. Sometimes we make like little m- m- mini mimosas in the morning. Sometimes with them, um, I recommend you- these during the quarantine time because you know single servings. Yes. So sorry, did you say you take them on your walk? Yeah, we're those people because sometimes you need a little champagne and you want to go for a walk because you've been in the house, you know, forever now. Um, And they're perfect because then you're not walking around with like a whole champagne bottle. You're walking around with a mini champagne bottle. (laughs) And this is in the morning? No. (laughs) This is at different times. Sometimes it's in the morning if it's on the weekends. It's usually in the the evenings. But, um, yeah, no, I do. I love these little mini champagne bottles, unless you can try the cans. I've been – I know we talked about it recently. I've been trying some of the different bubblies in a can. But, um, yeah, I I like the Corbell mini bottles because they stay a little colder. It seems Mm -hmm. a little longer. Yeah. Um, Usually I actually – pour it in a glass but right now i'm i'm straight up drinking it out of the little mini bottle 
because it, I don't know, somehow it just makes me feel closer to the champagne. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 I yeah. love it. So, um, also, uh, as I said, it's the cheap and easy version. All I could think was, um, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine a lot lately, mm-hmm. and all I could think was, uh, cheap and easy, title your sex tape. Um, <laughs> if you haven't watched that show, you won't get that, but if you have watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you're probably like, okay, good one. <laughs> nice. So, um, uh, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, let's, uh, let's get to these champagne shout outs. Jess, you got one this week? I do have a champagne shout out. Um, and it is actually, uh, going to my husband, Will, because, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday and tomorrow, Friday, the 26th of June, it is our one year wedding anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So I just want to shout out to Will and say, I love you. And I can't believe we've been married for one year, but it's been pretty great. That's awesome. Has it felt like it's gone by really quickly or like, it's probably hard to say because like, you don't want to say it like drags or anything like that, but the whole quarantine thing in this whole 2020, I feel like we've lived so many years in the last three months. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of feel like, um, uh, in December I was like, wow, I, I've only been married half a year, but then 2020 hit. And this spring, I feel like we've been in like this weird time warp thing. So I don't really know what has been going on. And then all of a sudden it was June and I was like, oh, well, okay, there, here we are. Uh, It's been a year of marriage. So it's been, it's been a mix. (laughs) Well, so with that, (laughs) we missed an anniversary already once this year, like, our relationship, mine and Marshall's, we've we've been together a long time, and June hit, and I was just like, "It's another month of quarantine." I literally just didn't think anything else. I mean, we're we're trying to keep up with baby milestones too, so it's like uh, all I could think was June 11th. That's when he's going to hit six months. That's crazy, and that's all I kept thinking about. And because of that, it was like June 10th. I think I realized that. Oh my god. We missed our 15-year anniversary. Like, this, in 15 years, though, we've not once missed our date. This is like our dating anniversary. because We're coming up on 10 years of being married. Right. But June 2nd would have been our 15-year anniversary of being together. Wow. And both of us completely missed it. Like, we've never, ever, ever, ever missed it. So... That is what happens when you are in a pandemic and you have a like newborn. Yeah, I guess so. New baby. I feel like I'm like not a lot of call him like an infant or newborn anymore because he's it, it's a whole thing. But like uh, he's new baby still. Yeah, he's still a new baby. And like and if anything, like, we've been more protective because of the whole pandemic. So it. Like, that's been our focus, and we just completely forgot. It was, like, one day I just, like, realized it, and I texted him, and I was like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what we forgot. And he was like, didn't realize it either. And as soon as I said it to him, he was like, oh, my God, how did we forget this? How? <laughs> so, I'm I'm proud of you guys for remembering. I hope you got to do something special for it, or that you're going to. So, that's a... Uh, that's exciting. One year of marriage. There's a lot to reflect on. I hope you like have taken note of what your first year was like. It's probably like, the first six months are great. The last six months of like, what the f- is happening? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 
we learned that we are good just hanging out together or doing our own thing because we have spent a lot of time together in the last couple of months. Yeah, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's if you look at how many people have gotten divorced or filed for divorce in the last, well, really just since the pandemic started, not, like not talking about anyone that's, you know, previous or anything like that, but just since the pandemic itself has started, um, it's it's interesting. And there's all these articles going around about uh, celebrities <laughs> who realized two months into the pandemic that they shouldn't be married to that person. <laughs> yeah, um, I still have not changed my name on anything official. Uh, and it seems to be extra hard to do that right now to change your last name legally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think tomorrow on my one year anniversary, I will change it on Facebook. Well, there you go. So um, I think I changed it on Facebook, but I, I always knew I was going to hyphen. So I changed it on Facebook fairly early on, but I didn't legally change it and hyphen it legally until we were married almost three years. Yeah. It seems like it might take that long right now. I don't know. Yeah. You realize afterwards, like, Oh, things can wait. It's fine. Yeah. If we, if I, if I order a, a, a pizza online, since all those accounts predated us being married, he still has to go pick it up and say, wow. There's certain things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Anyways, let's get into this. It is officially summer. Summertime. And you know why? Why? Because 4th of July is like a week away. Wow. How did that happen? Like, how did we end up at 4th of July all of a sudden? It has been this pandemic. It, it Seriously, it's thrown off my whole timeline. It really is. I... I, I I just feel like we should still be in March. Like, I feel like I'm just waking up and it should be March and April still. I agree. It's crazy. Yeah. But no, 4th of July is next week. That means we are only a few days away from the 1st. And I feel like once you hit July, you know, you're in like the, the throes of summer. Like summer is officially hit. You can still be in denial in June. There might be some nicer, warmer days, not blazing hot hellfire. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, we're almost out of that. This, this, the rain's going to go away and it's just going to be hot. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. You're going to be in like the getting to those dog days. Mm-hmm. At least most of us are at this point are, are used to being indoors. <laughs> That's a true story. True story. Although I do miss pools. I'm not going to lie. I do miss a good I, pool. I will say uh, our apartment pool just opened today, um, but it's only open a couple hours each day, not on the weekends, and it's open by appointment only. Really? Yes. Appointment only? That is what the sign on the gate said when I went for my daily walk in the park. Um and you have to go sign in, and it's by appointment only. I kind of like that if because it, it's a public pool, but like not not even like public public, but like anyone in your complex could technically go there and invite friends. And if you end up with a big old group there, it could shut it down for everybody really quickly. Well, and that's also keeping track of who is going in there. And so if something happens, they know who to contact. That's true too. And say, hey, buddy. Somebody got sick, you were there on this day, and you might want to go get tested. I mean, that's smart to do that. Just like the whole contact tracing thing is very fascinating to me right mm-hmm. now because 
they're they say 50 percent of the people don't know who they've gotten uh covid from and it's like well I can see that, you know, all it takes is just going to one event, one social gathering and one person there having it or not realizing they have it. And then all of a sudden it's like spreads like wildfire. Exactly. Um, yeah. So our pool is open. I'm not sure if I'm going to go take a dive in there though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, let it open for a few weeks and see how long it lasts. Exactly. <laughs> I feel exactly. like that's the same thing with all the bars and restaurants that are opening. It's like my theory is okay. Let the fir- like the first round of people come out for like the first two weeks, see how the numbers rise or stay the same, and then you decide if you want to go. I know. So if you're not going to the pool, Trina, for the Fourth of July, what are you gonna do? Honestly, I have absolutely no yeah i i do know it's probably gonna involve like on fourth of july um our city has talked about still shooting off fireworks but making them only televised um so that they don't have the big gathering right so i think that's honestly i'm actually kind of excited to watch them on tv i know that seems weird because i personally i love fireworks in person fireworks are some of my favorite things fourth of july used to always be my favorite holiday because of the fireworks and Mm -hmm. hanging out going to the pool the barbecues like that was it was it's such a gathering kind of feeling that used to be my favorite holiday. But uh, as I've gotten a little older and also I've gone through enough fireworks displays where half the day it rained, which meant there were low hanging clouds, which meant you couldn't see any of the fireworks after the first like minute because mm-hmm. there's just this big black gray smoky cloud that's just blocking all of them. <laughs> um I'm kind of excited with the idea of watching them on TV and no matter what, rain or shine, getting a really good aerial view of them. Sure. Because every time I'd watch, I'd get home on the 4th of July and watch the recap on the news, I was always like, how does it look so beautiful on the news when it looked like crap sitting maybe like so many yards away from it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that because usually I would always be downtown. This is this will be the first time I'm like, nope, just watch at home. Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? <clears throat> His name is Alexander Hamilton. Wait, are you going to see it? No, girl. Oh, what are you? I'm like, what? What are you doing then? Alexander Hamilton officially arrives. On Disney Plus, <gasps> July 3rd. Oh. I thought you were about to say you're going to the theater. I'm like, wait, is it even open? <laughs> Girl, no. <laughs> let, let me tell you. This is what, and Disney Plus knew, this is what would make everyone excited for the 4th of July weekend when nobody can do anything. So, as we all know, the theaters are all closed. Out, like, Hamilton, no, nobody can go see it. But Alexander Hamilton is coming to Disney Plus um, July 3rd, so that Friday. Um, it actually arrives if you stay up late Thursday night. I think it actually will arrive in our time zone at 2 a.m. So if you want to stay up really late and watch it, you can see it. So it's actually the Broadway show with the original cast. Oh, um, wow. Filmed. So it's not like they went and made a, like a movie version. It is the broadway show with the original cast so they filmed it in 2016 over three different days um so they did it two two filmings with like an audience and then one filming 
without an audience so that they could like get all the right shots and they like used a crane and everything like that. So this was actually supposed to arrive in theaters um, October 15th, 2021. This was supposed to be a theatrical release. But when uh, the coronavirus happened, they kind of started talking about maybe we should release this not in theaters, but on the Disney Plus platform. Yeah. Um, and at first they were like, no, no, no. But then they decided yes. And they are doing it. Obviously, Alexander Hamilton was like a founding father. And so it's the timed with the July 4th. And obviously the Revolutionary War is a big part of the Hamilton show. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I heard, heard rumor um, about them releasing it in theaters, but next year, and I was just kind of like, or not next year, well... Yeah, it was 2021, yeah, 2021. Yeah, um, and I remember thinking, I was like, man, I was like, that's a long time away from now. I really wish they'd release it sooner. I didn't realize they were going to do it this soon, though. Disney Plus, yes, girl. And fun fact, um, the word fuck makes an appearance three times um, in the show, but... In order to make this a PG-13 movie, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who wrote the lyrics, removed two of those uh, so that it would be PG-13 for Disney. Wow. Uh Okay. So did they have to do a voiceover on that part? They just kind of took them out. Took them out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But but all the other stuff is, like, part of the show. Like, when you watch it, you'll see all kinds of, like, fun beginning stuff. Like, there's a King... George kind of voiceover at the beginning. It's all part of the Broadway show. It's all there. So that's that, pretty exciting. I'm I'm really that's gonna be my plans now to watch that. I'm telling you. <laughs> so like I'm just imagining I will probably watch that the third, the fourth, and the fifth. So I'm just gonna go ahead and make that my July fourth weekend plans. I will probably make some boozy cocktails. July 4th themed, Hamilton themed, and that's just going to be my July 4th weekend plans. That sounds awesome. I'm going to mm-hmm. steal that for at least one of those days. That, because that sounds awesome. I've it. been waiting to see that too for the longest time. I tried getting tickets um, when they've gone on like the the touring cast, obviously, but um, and haven't ever had had any luck with it mm-hmm. or with inconvenient days where it's like I knew I couldn't go. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of exciting that I'll actually get to see the original Broadway cast. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Lindsay, drink. Drink. <laughs> um, she said she has no plans yet either, but considering she's out on a vacation and enjoying that right now, she's probably going to be ready for like a home vacation at that point. Or mm-hmm. she's in her pool out front and dreaming that she's still at the beach. I bet that is what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. 100 so Cheers to Lindsay. Drink again. Drink again. Cheers drink to Lindsay. Drink. And she has Disney Plus, right? So I bet she'll do that too. I feel like after uh, COVID happened, are are you even like living life if you don't have Disney Plus? I don't, I don't know. Have you, how have you survived this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty sure Netflix, Hulu, and Disney Plus have gotten all my attention. Uh, for real. Us too. All right. Well, so speaking of summer, um, Trina, I want to maybe ask you some questions, give you some trivia, see how much you really know about this 
season that we're currently in. Okay. Oh, I'm curious about this. Okay. Now, some of these are, are pretty easy. You're probably going to get them right off the bat. But uh, some of them I did not know myself. So let's see. Let's see how good you are. So I'll give you some easy ones to start off with, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the date for the first day of summer? Um, I feel like this should be June 1st, but I know it's not. Um, because it, it, I don't know if it's like around the summer solstice or something, which just recently yeah. passed. It's like mm-hmm. the hottest day of the, or no, the one with the first <laughs> light, right? Yeah. Um, that just passed. So is it like June 15th, middle of the month, maybe? No. No, that's wrong. Okay. June 21st. June 21st. Okay. Uh-huh. I knew it was recent, but I always want to say, like, I feel like the unofficial start to summer is June 1st. But, right. Because right. I mean, well, you're thinking, like, right after Memorial Day type of thing-ish. Yeah. No, June 21st. All right. Okay. What Steven Spielberg-directed horror film takes place in this summertime that's plot involves a shark tormenting a small Cape Town? Um, Jaws? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that one's, you know, pretty easy. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay. This one, I will not, I'll give you choices if you want me to give you choices. What was the first ice cream flavor? Wait, what was the first ice cream what? Flavor. Flavor? flavor. Mm-hmm. I'll give um, you, I'll give you choices. Okay. Uh, was it mint chocolate chip, vanilla, chocolate, or butter pecan? Oh, I feel like this is a trick question because it's like initially I just want to say vanilla because it's the most basic of the flavors, mm-hmm. but I don't, but I also think that that might not have been the first one. I feel like something like butter pecan makes sense. Like Because that sounds so old fashioned. That sounds so old fashioned. <laughs> and also like someone probably was like, mm, butters and pecan <laughs> and dairy. Let's mix this together and see what happens. And see what happens. <laughs> so that, you know what? Final answer, lock it in. <laughs> You're going to go with butter pecan? I'm going to go with butter pecan. I should have stuck with boring old vanilla. Oh, I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> no, sometimes it's not the trick question. It's not the trick question. Okay, well, that, that does make sense. My initial thought was to just say vanilla. So, everyone okay. else out there who, who got that right? Lindsay, drink again. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Probably, right. Probably, I'm going to do that. <laughs> probably, probably Lindsay. Lindsay would have gotten that right. So, let's mm-hmm. drink for her. Okay. I'm going to reverse this question. Okay, if Lindsay were here, I feel like she would have, I feel like she would have been, I would have said vanilla and then she would have picked butter pecan. Actually, I feel like she would have been like, no. Oh, you're <laughs> trying to get in Lindsay's, you're trying to get in Lindsay's head. Yes, I am. Oh, you're trying to, you're, you're playing both. You're playing Trina and Lindsay. I'm not, I don't, I don't think I should say that because I don't know if I could survive. <laughs> Your brain would combust. <laughs> <clears throat> In 1938, what fun beach toy was invented? Um, so th- think about it. 1938. We're pretty basic here. Pretty basic. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, at that point in time, beach ball? You're right. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. 
I'm actually surprised about that. I was like, it's a toss-up between beach ball and, like, a sandcastle shovel. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. In 1938, the beach ball was invented. That's awesome, though. I didn't think it'd be around that. Like, if you had asked me that question differently and said, like, when was the beach ball invented, I would have probably guessed, like, 1950. Now, I don't know how the beach ball like i don't know back then it was like the blow up air pump or if they just like it was a ball and they played with it on the beach it i don't know yeah i I pictured the beach ball like a regular beach ball but i was like that's right right for that time frame you know like first of all yeah how much plastic did they have back then (laughs) i don't know but they had something back then in 1938 and they took a ball and put it on the beach and they call it a beach ball it was a beach ball um Uh yeah it's so weird because I'm literally just thinking to myself that it, if you'd phrased it the other way, I probably would have been like, uh, and guessed way later year. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one, I'll give you multiple choice. What is the most top sold item in the summer? Swimsuit, sunglasses. Uh, obviously, this is not this COVID year. Um, movie theater tickets or hats. Ooh. I want to say sunglasses because so I mean, many people lose their sunglasses. So we're gonna go, is that uh, your I'm, final I'm answer? In. Final answer. It's your final answer? Yep. It's actually swimsuits. Oh. Because pe- people got to go swimming and maybe they lose their swimsuits in the water. Well, I imagine, again, if you live in a, a, a water destination, like when I lived in Florida, like I had so many swimsuits because mm-hmm. I went so much more often. If you're going like, you know, three days a week, five days a week, seven days a week, I mean, it's basically like another outfit. Yeah. And like, you also have to think people, people probably have to buy a new swimsuit every summer. Yeah. Well, no matter nowadays, where you live. Nowadays, I buy like one new swimsuit a year back then i used to buy multiple swimsuits a year mm-hmm. <laughs> huge huge difference and and how often they were being worn how uh, it's it's yeah i should have probably known that one <laughs> i've been out of florida for too long now i'm thinking uh, this year or nowadays i i think i buy at least a new pair of sunglasses every year if not more than one because i lose them in the lake or so at the beach i just or in the pool or break them mm-hmm. you know um, okay. What is the oldest beach in America? The oldest beach? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would it be the first beach they ever like sailed upon? Upon <laughs> when they, <laughs> they just sailed upon the beach. <laughs> I mean, like back then. I mean, you didn't exactly have docks. <laughs> So when the the first beach they arrived at, when they found the new world, <laughs> I'd imagine that that was the oldest beach at that point to them. <laughs> yeah. So which beach would that be? <laughs> yeah, I I would I did not know this one, um, and I think maybe I've been to this beach before. Um, it's Revere Beach in Revere, Massachusetts. Oh, wow! So you were you were kind of there. You were there. Okay. Okay. Um, I wouldn't okay. have been able to tell you that at no. all. Okay. Uh, well, last one. Uh, saltwater taffy was created accidentally. True or false? True. You're correct. Um, and there's a fun fact to go with this. Legend has it that Bradley's Candy Store became flooded during a major storm in 1883. 
his entire stock of taffy became soaked with water from the Atlantic Ocean. So he began to call it saltwater taffy as a joke. As a joke? Yeah. And it just stuck? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty... And and I think that must be in New Jersey, like on the boardwalk, right? Because that's where everybody talks about saltwater taffy. Yeah. I mean, it it is really good. So there's that. I, I enjoy it. So anyway, that's some of your summer trivia. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I, I, I learned something new. I learned there. a few new things, actually. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I have one more. I have just a few more things to tell you um, that I'm just now learning real quick because I guess this applies to me because I'm a baby born in the summer. My birthday is in just a few days, too. Oh. So, um did you know babies born in the summer are less likely to become CEOs? What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on. There's got to be some sort of like okay. rationale for that. Please explain. Sorry. I just scrolled down from the tri- trivia questions and found this stuff out. So now I got to, I got to be like, tell me more. Let's hash this out. Let's hash this out. Because summer babies are typically the youngest children in each school class, their relative immaturity can affect the quality of their educations. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, as someone who is like one of the youngest people in their class, I take offense to this. <laughs> me too. Me And I was too. Because so my mom put me in, I people told my mom to hold me back, but she did not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was not held, I could have been held back, but I got put in the class, like. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, I, I guess I, I I possibly could have been held back at some point in time, but, like, uh, we moved around so much when I was younger that, you know, I I started uh, preschool first and second grade when I lived in the Philippines, so, like, if they held me back when I got back to the States, like, I was already with my classes, I was doing fine. So, Mm -hmm. but because of all that, I did graduate when I was 17 and therefore also because my birthday is in September, like late September, that means that like would have started college at 17. I mean, I had already started college before that because I went while I was in high school, but still technically I started college when I was 15. So take that your weird stat, (laughs) but wow. I cannot believe that there's a stat like that out there that says uh, it was that yeah that they're, you're less likely to become a CEO. That's that's insane, absolutely insane. Um, oh well, I had one more stat as well that I mm-hmm. um, I forgot to mention earlier. Um, Marshall had sent me something earlier. This is going back to the Fourth of July, but. Yeah. Um, because of this COVID situation, mm-hmm. apparently they were saying on the news this year, you're, there's a lot more people, um, shooting off fireworks more already. I've I don't like, know if you've noticed that. Oh, well, I've just, I haven't heard any, but I have been seeing like my friends post on Facebook and just be like, somebody has been shooting off fireworks like 10 days in a row. And I'm like, what? Yeah. 
so apparently because they can't go to see any fireworks shows or if it's just the fact that they're at home and they're not going out and doing other things, people are – I haven't even – granted, I'm not out driving around and stuff. I haven't seen any of the fireworks tents that you usually see around 4th of July. But apparently in some cities, they're selling those already, and so people are buying up a bunch of fireworks and setting them off in their neighborhoods. Uh, like what? Uh, just for entertainment? I guess. I've been hearing them in my neighborhood, but not like super crazy. It's not like they're setting them off all in a row and doing a whole display like they would around the 4th of July itself. Like the weekend of, you kind of hear them a lot more, but, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the week before, but I think, I, I think I've only started hearing them maybe a couple days ago, which is a little early. Yeah. Or like, or maybe it was this last week around Father's Day, but like it, so I guess that's a little bit early because that's like two weeks prior to 4th of July. But yeah, apparently that's a thing this year. And a lot of people are complaining about that quite a bit. I wonder, this sounds bad, but I'm like, I hope it rains a lot around the 4th of July or else God, they're going to be like lots of little fires. Oh, yeah. The, I can't. Oh, I hope you don't get COVID or anything like that, because if you end up in the emergency room with your hand blown off around 4th of July, because that's probably going to go up quite a bit if you got a lot of people out there shooting them off. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I like shooting off fireworks. I am that person who does at least around the weekend, like, of the 4th of July. Like, I, we will probably go pick some up and shoot some off in our neighborhood, and our neighbors might hate us a little bit for that. Um you know, because I do hate it for people who have dogs. I, I understand that animals freak out about that. Our animals don't like the noise either. Um, but we do things on the 4th of July, like put music on, leave the TV on, so hopefully we'll distract them and they won't mm-hmm. hear it as much. But uh, we'll shoot some off probably that weekend. But I definitely am not shooting them off two weeks prior and spending a bunch of money on them. No. I mean, give me a pack of sparklers. Yeah. Not I have... Those. I do love sparklers. <laughs> I do have a funny Fourth uh, of July story that also reminds me of this. Like every year, when the four, the the people start shooting off random fireworks, like days before the Fourth, um, a couple of years ago, um, we had a drive-by. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, Jess. I, rem- I kind of think so. Yeah. Yeah, in our nice, wonderful little neighborhood, um, we were over at my sister's house, and she lived a few doors down at the time, and we uh, we heard some, what sounded like a couple fireworks, but also like gunshots, and we were like, no, that was just fireworks, right? Well, we were getting ready to walk home anyways, and again, like I said, we, we lived three doors down, so we walked outside, we st- were standing in the circle, because we lived on a cul-de-sac, some of our other neighbors came outside, and we all stood there in the middle of the circle, just chatting away. Oh, was that fireworks? Did y'all hear that, too? It sounded like fireworks, but it also kind of sounded like gunshots. Like, is someone shooting off their fireworks closer? Like, that's our conversation. We're all standing in the middle of our cul-de-sac just talking. And I think there was, uh, let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or eight of us out there doing this. Wow. And... Uh, talked for probably a good 15 minutes. We all kind of like went to go walk away, go back to our houses. And uh, as I said, Marshall and I were leaving my sisters and walking back home. We had all thought it was just fireworks. We get to our front door and realize that our there's glass all over the ground in front of our door. And we realize our 
by the way, brand new door. Still so bitter about that. Our brand new door that we'd only had for like a month, our storm door, um, it was shattered on the ground and there was a bullet hole through our door. And we were like, oh, crap. That was gunshots. That was for real gunshots. That was not fireworks. We immediately yelled it out to the neighborhoods because they were all back at their doors and about to walk in. And we were like, oh, my God, we've all been standing out there in the center right in the line of fire. And I had no idea because we thought it was fireworks. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So that now at this time of year, if I start hearing those fireworks, I always make sure that I sit behind the brick part of my house and not right in front of the windows. Sure would. So, well, I mean, again, we live in a very, very safe neighborhood. I don't think I would have ever said in a million years that I would have had a a drive-by. And it never has happened since. But, yeah, three random shots on our street. Apparently, young kids being stupid. And uh, we only, uh, a couple months ago, while cleaning out, like, bushes and stuff during this COVID thing, we've been doing some yard work. We found one of the other uh, bullet holes. It hit our, our brick. So... Because for a while there, uh, we knew where two of them went. One went into our door. One of them went into uh, my brother-in-law, not at the time, uh, Jason, who lived down at the end of our street. This was prior to my sister meeting him, dating him, marrying him. We hadn't met him yet. And he lived at the end of the street, and uh, the first bullet went into his truck. Wow. Yeah. So I think that might have been the first night we actually all talked to him. But, yeah, that's about it. Huh. I know, random, 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 random story. <laughs> the, the way things all, I, that's, people are dumb. People, people are, dumb. are dumb. People are dumb. <laughs> Never, uh, ever think otherwise because people are dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, well, I guess that means it is time for Treat of the Week. Treat of the Week. Treat yourself. It's, treat I'm yourself. trying to say what Lindsay things would say, drink drink well let's start with Lindsay's. and just let me two sips mm-hmm. mm. oh yeah that's the good stuff right there uh-huh. all righty well the first treat of the week for Lindsay is that she is in st george island uh. which is down in florida and it sounds amazing so there's that i've never been there have you no well, apparently it is just a mere eight-hour drive from us if we would like to go. Okay. And uh, 30 minutes from Panama City Beach, I guess, or Panama City. And <clears throat> they have a beach house that is, like, right there on the beach. They have their own private pool in the backyard. Mm. She says there's nobody on the beach with them. Like, there's barely anybody out there. So That's they're so just nice. enjoying like nice relaxing beach time, private pool time. Uh, apparently, they have some sort of restaurant or pizza place nearby that serves like shrimp pesto pizza, which I said you too. I don't know. I, I like shrimp. I like pizza. I'm not real sure about those two things together. I I like pizza. I like pesto, but I, like I don't pesto. really like shrimp. So there's that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, chicken pesto pizza sounds amazing. But shrimp pesto pizza sounds weird. She swears by it, though. Says it's amazing. But, yeah, that mm. would be Lindsay's treat of the week. Uh, she recommends Beach Houses, St. George Island, and shrimp pesto pizza. <laughs> I would just like to go away and 
quarantine for a week in my own private beach house. That sounds nice. That is um, what we're starting to think more and more about doing for our anniversary this year. Our, mm. our wedding one. Our 10-year wedding right. anniversary. We still have that coming up. We had planned originally for 10 years we've been talking about doing a reunion cruise i remember (laughs) well that clearly isn't happening (laughs) that girl that cruise industry i don't know about it it'll be a while before we do anything like that so then we were like okay maybe this will be over and we won't do cruise but we'll just do a group vacation well that got nixed really quickly so then we were like we're just gonna go down to key west and just the two of us and just enjoy it we figured out a plan to drop my like our son off over at my parents house and we were like okay cool we're gonna go you know enjoy this now we've nixed that plane too so more and more we're leaning towards let's get a beach house private pool just enjoy a vacation that's just calm chill not being bothered and relaxing yeah, you're you're like away, but you're you're together and you're quarantining and you're what whatever, but you're just in a different location, which just sounds nice. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, what is your treat of the week? Uh, well, I'm just going to call back to uh, Hamilton on Disney Plus again, um, and my treat of the week has just been um, they've been dropping little trailers uh, for the past week or so. Um, so it's just been really fun uh, to watch them and see just how they put together a trailer for this. Uh, they're just like little 30 seconds to a minute. Uh, so it's been that. And also people have been asking Lin-Manuel Miranda on Twitter. Uh, they've been asking him questions uh, like what what does it have? What's different? Um from the actual musical and it's just seeing his answers. Uh, so if you haven't seen Hamilton and you're interested in it, just go seek out the trailers. You literally just Google it. It's great. Just great little teaser to see what you have in store. Well, so. have, have, um, are those on YouTube, I guess then? Yeah. You can check them out on YouTube. They're on Twitter. They're like anywhere. Seriously, just Google um, Hamilton Disney Plus trailer. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'm going to have to check that out. Do it. Well, what about you? Um, my treat of the week is the floor is lava. What? Like the, uh, what? I mean, let me just say, I know I said that phrase when I was a kid and jumped from my couch to my dad's recliner a couple of times, but... So it's pretty much that, uh-huh. but someone has turned it into a game show, and it's on Netflix. Okay. And you can binge a whole season of it, and it's amazing. Um, some of the people on there, you just you root for, and you hope that they they like make it through the room of lava, bouncing from piece of furniture and swinging off of. All that, uh, and then there's people that you wish would. Uh, fall in the lava (laughs) and you hope that that's going to happen now clearly it's not real lava guys (laughs) girl it's 2020 i could be it could be i'm pretty sure you're like if you got that close to lava you'd melt but (laughs) you'd catch on fire or something um but no they actually did it's it's kind of like uh, it's very escape game like in, in regard to, like, how they kind of, like, have it set up, there's this very funny voiceover guy who's, like, narrating the entire thing. Um, 
but they you have an entrance where you start in the room and you have an exit that you're trying to get to and there's little traps throughout the room but there's also like little secret like helpful things so again kind of like the escape games uh, or, or escape rooms where you find like these clues and or not necessarily clues you find like these little things that eventually like keys and stuff that can help or like um removing a rope from a drape or something and all of a sudden something falls from the ceiling that you can crank down and it turns into a bridge um or there's things that you'll swing across the room on it clearly takes a lot of upper body strength for the show but also oh, it's just like in some cases but it's just really a lot of fun there's the whole floor is uh like a bubbling red goo it, and there's like little geysers, just like if you've seen lava and it shoots up. So then it makes everything slippery. Um, it's It really is fascinating to watch because there's like teams compete against each other. And sometimes these teams of like these butch men don't make it. And then you'll see like this team of like dainty nurses or something and they'll like kick butt. <laughs> I mean, it, in a way, is it also kind of like uh, what it was at the Warrior Ninja show where they had to like, cause I'm when you're saying like upper body strength, I'm just thinking about those people who had to power through all those like crazy obstacles. I mean, you know, maybe a little like that, like any of those shows. I mean, the more physically fit you are before you go on something like that, you're going to do better, but it's, it's not, I wouldn't necessarily call it like an obstacle course, but it is mm-hmm. an obstacle course realistically. Um, but because of the whole gimmicky kind of game, like it's, it really is like there's furniture throughout the room that you will bounce from or and like you might randomly jump on a chair that will turn out to be a spinning chair or um, like you use certain pieces of furniture that, again, you can turn into a bridge or the, thing, the things that you can swing off of. There's like sometimes there's light fixtures, sometimes there's like cargo nets or something like that that you can swing or climb um, curtains. It's very like they try to make it very room like in a theme um but at the same time like obviously there's sometimes there's things in the room that you wouldn't find in a regular bedroom so, huh. yeah it's totally worth watching like marshall turned on one day and i think i missed like the first few episodes because he was watching it and then i uh i started getting into it and i'm pretty sure we're like we sat there and watched it all of last weekend it's just like every time we sat down to watch anything every meal it was like the floor is lava the floor is lava (laughs) and we got obsessed with it is it just like half hour episodes yeah they're about half hour i'd say um and you have uh, sometimes you have three teams of three competing against each other, and sometimes you have two teams of two. And they don't like directly compete. It's more like how many people in their group make it to the end, and they each get one point if they make it to the end, um, and who can do it the fastest. So if both teams have someone make it to the end, who did it faster or who had the most people? No, what do they win? Um, um, a lava lamp is their trophy. And $10,000, I think. Oh. So, I mean, it's a decent little prize for basically playing out your childhood fantasy of, like, legit, if you fall into the ground, like, you're in lava. (laughs) They should, like, I'm sure there's more childhood fantasy or, like, childhood type of these games that they should turn into this stuff, right? They, they, They should. They really should. There's, um... 
We've been on a game kick. I don't. Marshall started it, but like apparently there's a lot of just random game shows. Some of which I think didn't even make it past their pilot seasons, or only have like maybe two seasons because they never really took off. But um, there's like random game shows that you can find on Hulu and on Netflix that some of them are just weird concepts, and some of them are like okay. <laughs> This like I could watch this. There's one called The Wall that we really like. It's basically a giant plinko game, but um, and then involving trivia and trying to get balls in slots and stuff. And it's actually a lot of fun to watch. But then they keep doing these like heartfelt stories throughout them, and we just keep fast forwarding through that part because we're over that. Like, the first time we watched it, it was like, okay, oh, these people have done such great things. You really kind of root for them and hope they're going to win this money towards their good cause. But after, like, the second time of seeing that, we were like, okay, let's get past the story. It's another one of those. Like, get to the game. <laughs> so, yeah, we're weird like that, I guess. But yeah, I would, I would be like, I don't care about this. Yeah. But I need you and Lindsay to watch the show and get back to me because... Marshall and I have already started thinking about like, okay, who would be on our team? Because we'd have to have another person. And then also, if the three of us were on the team, who do you think would survive the longest? And which room would you want to play in? And this, these are these are questions that I have for both of you. So, well, also I said Lindsay, so we can need a drink. Oh, you're right. Well, unfortunately, I don't have very much upper body strength, but but you. Sometimes, honestly, it's it's some of them. They don't. You don't need upper body strength. Some of them don't require a lot of that. Some of them, um, it's it's about. I mean, sometimes it's the most awkward person that wins it because they're able to just like throw their body across the room at something and land. Whereas someone who's bigger, taller, more muscly, or something like that doesn't isn't able to do certain maneuvers. Got it. So I. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, it's not always that the ones that are the most like muscular, manly kind of people that win it. It's sometimes like the like older, more limber, the people who work together the most Mm -hmm. as a team, and the people who um, are like really think through their process. All right. Like tend to tend to win a little bit faster. I'm gonna give this a watch. Yeah. Totally, you totally should, and then you have to get back to me and and see if you think you can survive. The floor is lava in real life. In real life. In real life. Oh, gets even better. I have to tell you this too. They act like once you hit the lava, and you like if you're holding on for dear life on something, you have to like just let go and let yourself sink into the lava. They never show anyone coming back up. They edit that out. So it literally looks like you sink into lava and then never come back up. Oh, my God. And then there's the hilarious narrator over the top who's just like, oh, Jess has gone under. We're never going to see her again. Whoa. Whoa. It's like way over the top. It's the best. And then you see those people at the end, but still. Of, of course. There's always a recap, but. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Amazing. that's my treat of the week. Amazing. Alrighty, it is time for drink about it. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> drink, drink, drunk. Uh-huh. All righty. So, I've got several drink about it this week. Girl, yeah. 
How many you got? I got two. You got two? Two? I got, two. Um, I got three. three. All right. All right. So I will start with um, Waylon's first one. Oh, Waylon has one. Waylon's got to drink about it. Well, I mean, I got to drink about it, but <laughs> on, on behalf of Waylon, <clears throat> yes, he has to he has to drink about it with his bottle. But oh, okay, of milk. Swing <laughs> it back there, Waylon. Uh huh. He has two teeth now. <gasps> no. Yeah, there's they they're there. Oh. Like we noticed it over the weekend. We were like, okay, it's definitely happening. He's been drooling and teething for like a month. Like it's going to happen any day now. And then I saw him through the gums and I was like, okay, I can see them. They're, they've got to cut through at any point now. And so we gave him a little Tylenol that night. Cause we were like, oh, he's going to be in pain tonight. And then the very next morning we woke up and there they were, they had cut through and he's, he has handled it like a champ. Yeah. He's, he's got a couple really fussy nights and unfortunately has affected him eating like the bottle a little bit because it, he gets a little fussy. It's just, I think he's just thrown off by the fact that he feels something in his mouth different, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he's loving still chewing on everything under the sun, including my hands. I've, I, I recently got my first baby teeth bite mark. Oh, fun, fun. <laughs> but <clears throat> I don't personally don't know how anyone uh, ever, uh, continues nursing after a baby has teeth because oh. again, biting my my finger, I got bite marks and teeth marks. I was like, "Ow, those are like sharp, like very sharp." Yeah. So, yeah. Baby teeth and teething. That is our first drink about it. Like it's led to a couple well, sleepless nights, and it's a. Uh, but he's he's handled like a champ. I, I mean, much better than some people who say their child like will scream for like days on end. Bless. Ugh. Good job, Waylon. Good job, Waylon. Thank Good you job. from mommy <laughs> and daddy. That's right. Um, what else? What are you drinking about? Let's just hear one of yours. Uh, okay, let me say. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the the my positive yay drink about it. Um, I'm gonna just say that I'm drinking to celebrate. I already mentioned the one year anniversary, um, and so that is uh, yay. We're gonna be celebrating with champagne and oysters. Uh, And then I'm celebrating my birthday the next day. So I'm just drinking to celebratory weekend in quarantine, which is always a good thing. Oh, that sounds awesome. I was going to ask if you had any birthday plans, but. Uh, We might go kayaking. Uh Uh, Depends on the weather. Uh, But I know for our anniversary, I just went and bought a nice bottle of champagne, one that I have not tried. So I'll be sure to share pictures. Uh, It was nice and we ordered oysters from Maine um, and getting some cake so we're just going to make a celebratory weekend out of it uh, for anniversary and birthday so we're drinking to celebrate that's awesome yeah well again happy anniversary and happy early birthday thank you so what else you drinking about uh, one more happy one. I've got, I finally got around to dyeing my hair. You cannot tell it in this video screen because this is not the greatest lighting, but, uh, it's, it's very, very dark right now. Oh yeah. It looks a lot darker. I it, can't, it looks yeah. Video screen. Um, but what you can't tell unless you get up close to it because it's so thick is that it's all purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it looks like I, it really, it looks just black, um, because it's so dark but when you look at it up close and like thinner like and in the light you can see that it's actually purple 
awesome. So I did it all over dark violet and I absolutely love it. So love I've it. been talking about doing it for a while and I figured what better time I'm in quarantine. Um, and so not really any different. I've dyed my hair purple and brighter purple <laughs> in the past, like in different spots. But like this is the first time I did an all over. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm digging it. It looks pretty good. I'm happy with it. It took, I, I said I was going to do it like weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And I finally got around to getting it done. Nice. So what else are you drinking about? I am drinking about masks. Oh, preach, 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 preach. Y'all, wear your damn mask. Wear your forking mask. Wear your forking mask. Because, wait, we're not over this. Things have gotten worse. Not they're they're not better. They're worse, and I just do not understand why wearing masks is a political issue when it should just be a health. I'm empathetic to my fellow human being issue. I don't get it. I went into Kroger today. And I was wearing my mask. I just had to pick up a few things. And I saw a whole lot of people without a mask. But do you know who I saw had their mask on? It was a nurse. I'm assuming it was a nurse. But it was someone in their scrubs wearing their mask. And I'm like, well, look at this person. They have on their mask and their scrubs. Make sense to me. Like, yeah, just everyone wear their mask. And I've, no, I have people that I know that don't wear their mask, they think it's something that is the government should not tell me to wear a mask and I just it's my body, I shouldn't wear a mask. I just it boggles my mind. I don't understand it. Wear your mask. I'm just saying if you're not gonna wear it, then just don't go out. Like that's the other alternative. Like just public uh, you, safety. Well it's not you, that hard to you, just... say, you say that but I go into the deep rabbit hole of Facebook comments on articles and it goes the other way around where people are like, if he feels unsafe, then you should not go out. And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. One, two. I definitely dug through some of those comments that people are absolutely ridiculous about it. Um, well, that would be my last uh, um, drink about it would be the guilt trips that come along with that. <sighs> like, because I think people should wear masks if they're in public um but even without that with people still wanting to do social distancing um i've just seen so many people throwing out the guilt trips regarding that yeah um i think a lot of it comes from people who 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 are more exposed uh because their life didn't change as much you know they've, they've been kind of just doing the daily because they have to and i feel for them i I understand like life hasn't changed much for Mm -hmm. them and they have to put themselves at risk um and it probably does get annoying that they keep asking people to do stuff with them and they're basically like uh no we don't want to catch covid from you and then hate you Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but that that kind of comes into the back of their minds you know like what what has all this quarantining been for if if i just break it to go out and hang out and then end up getting it Mm -hmm. um but I've seen a lot of guilt trips, and I don't like that. I, I don't like that. I don't like feeling shamed for wearing a mask. No, I hate that. For the most part, when I've gone to the grocery store, because I did finally start going to that again, um, people have worn their masks. Uh, I've, like Out of most people there, I would say maybe 10% don't have a mask on. 
from what I've experienced, 10 to 20% don't have a mask. A majority have a mask. Uh, most, it hasn't been super crowded, which has been nice. And the grocery store is the only place that I've really gone. But um, they've been pretty decent. The couple people who don't wear masks also don't socially distance. And that's part of the problem for me is that they don't, they're so unaware that they'll walk right up to you, get right next to you, and they won't like they won't uh, just keep their distance. I think I think it's a mixture of they're unaware and they also don't care. Yeah. Because um some people literally just think this is not a legitimate issue that this country is facing. Mm-hmm. So, so. Well, that's, that's, that's what we think about that, guys. I, I know some people out there listening might, you know, might be against the mask thing, but, you know, public safety and all that. I'd say it's easier to just wear it and, like, let's all just get past this. Like, you, the numbers are obviously going back up in a lot of places. That, that's yep. fine right there. And yes, Including the city. More, yeah. Yes, they're testing more, but there's that's still there's they're going up quite a bit, and it's not just because they're testing more. <laughs> yeah, so, so we we believe we believe in public safety. Yes, that's the best way. We believe in public safety, so please just wear your mask. That's right. That's right. Um. All right. Well, we have one more drink about it from Lindsay. Of course, drink. drink drink uh she has apparently decided to move to the beach and she's never coming back so we can all drink to that because that's just a sad day and she has to start podcasting from the beach if she's going to do that yeah can you just imagine her from the sand trying to get wi-fi like from the sand with the waves in the background crash crash drinking a bottle on the beach like Ugh. i can totally see it I could totally see it. I can picture her trying to do it right now. <laughs> but, yeah, if she's going to really move to the beach and never come back, then um, I'm going to say that at least every other episode, we're going to have to go down there to visit her so that we can podcast with her at the beach. Socially distancing. Socially distancing, of course. But, yeah. you know, I six feet apart on a beach, it's okay with me. <laughs> I, think that I can dig my toes in the sand for that. Mm-hmm. We'll draw out like like spaces six feet apart. Yeah, yeah. we can do that. I think Sounds real nice. Mm-hmm. So, mm. well, that's all for this episode sixty-five. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy your Fourth of July safely, and watch you some Alexander Hamilton. That is right. And if you haven't finished your drink yet, cheers to Lindsay. Cheers to Lindsay. Chug up. Chug-a-lug. <laughs> Be sure to like, subscribe, share our podcast. You can find all the information about it online at thechampagneway.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Champagne Way and join our Champagners group on Facebook. If you'd like to follow Jess on Instagram, how can you do that, Jess? Uh, you can find me at Hockey Tonk Bell B E L L E. And if you'd like to follow me, I am at Tree Tree Trina. That's T R I T R I T R I N A. And if you want to follow Lindsay on Instagram or TikTok, you can follow her at The Prosecco Prosecutor. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs>